Do you want to get cognitive dissonance streamed to your iPhone or BlackBerry? If so, download Stitcher free today at Stitcher.com. That stupid English woman with the blonde hair and that Liverpool fake that's with her. Him has the guru that you can't see. There was a murder here. A terrible murder. He's talking to this fucking non-person. He said there was a murder here. <laughs> and every time she wants a close-up, she goes, I heard something! <laughs> They've got light-seeking, heat-seeking, sound-seeking equipment, laser beams, x-rays, fucking searchlights, secret fucking pads under floors. They've got everything except a fucking ghost! Because <laughs> there's no such fucking thing! Nonsense! There are no spirits! There's fuck all! There's nothing after you die! Nothing! You, where'd you go after you die? The same place you were before you were born! Nowhere! It's over! Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 44 of Cognitive Dissonance, and we have yet to have the plug pulled on us. Who's going to do that? Yeah, the, uh, the ratings... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I'm expecting it at any time. We'd have to get, like, attacked by fucking ninjas or something, like, on the way to record. I just figure my own inherent laziness at some point will yeah, pull I, the plug. Admittedly, admittedly, our own fucking uh, sloth will be right. the thing that actually pulls the plug on this show. I mean, I, I put more energy into doing this every week than my marriage, you know? It's, uh... <laughs> I'm a terrible husband, uh, though, so that, you know, throw that out there. Right. Sure, yeah. No, I mean, it, uh, it's pretty evident, Tom. <laughs> yeah, there's no surprises. Yeah, no. no it's, I mean, it's evident. So At all. But uh, thanks, for everybody, for uh, sticking around for episode 44. The first story, Cecil, uh, this is from Reuters. Afghan schoolgirls poisoned in anti-education attack. Uh, Should have called in sick. Yeah. <laughs> But they did. They did. They, Just the after day the after fact. they, they all after called the in fact. sick. 150 Afghan schoolgirls poisoned after drinking contaminated water. Um, officials are blaming it on conservative radicals who are opposed to female education. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I don't think this was as fun as a snow day. You know what I mean? No. Like, I don't no, think, a poison yeah. day? The poison day is the not The poison day is not. Yeah, that's... You can't, the problem is you can't make, like, poison angels and, like, <laughs> poison, poison angels. snowballs and, like... <laughs> Like poison, poison balls. Forts. Poison balls actually sting a lot when they yeah, hit they're you. Not they're not like, as delightful. They're not nearly as fun. 
Um, Nobody's ever like, hey, let's go outside and, and ma- play in the poison fort. Yeah, let's I make a poison fort together. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, no, actually. it just doesn't work out that way. I feel like I feel like this is again. We're making a lot of sort of connections here, but really, the Taliban, a, a Muslim, uh, a Muslim party, decides that that education it's like the last line i'm going to quote directly from this reuters article it says education for women was outlawed by the taliban government from 1996 to 2001 as un-islamic so the reason why we're talking about this is because to be a good muslim according to the taliban women shouldn't have any education like that is that is as backward as you get that right. is really truly as backward as you get and to take the next step of not only denouncing the women's education, but actually trying to injure the women who are trying to be educated, you're despicable. You're despicable and worthless. People will say, um, I, I've heard the argument many times that, uh, you know, that, that Islam is actually uh, a more respectful religion to women than, than a lot of other Western religions because, uh, you know, they treat their women with respect and, you know, there's this reverence of women, which is inherent in Islam. And it's, you know, you hear the lip service. I've heard that so sure, many sure. times. Um, and that is impossible to reconcile with the reality, you know. And it's not – this is not one of those situations where you can say, well, but, you know, you're looking at it from a different culture and a different culture's viewpoint is, you know, suspect when you're viewing it outside. You know, and I'm, I am sympathetic to that notion, but – 150 Afghan schoolgirls poisoned for trying to learn things. It's, w- women are not a minority group. They're half. Right. When they're treated like a minority group, that's an insult in the first place. When, when you can say, when, when you even have to have a conversation that starts off with, well, this is how we treat women. No, I mean, you can have a conversation about how you treat dogs. You can have a conversation about how you treat hamsters, right? You can have a conversation about how we treat subordinate uh, animals in our lives. You can't have a reasonable conversation about how your culture treats half its population. Yeah, because if they're treating it different than the other half, you're doing it wrong. Right, exactly. You can't sit down at the table. Can you imagine sitting down at your kitchen table and being like, Sarah? We're gonna have a conversation about how I how, about how this family treats you, right? Like what? I'm fucking half the family. <laughs> what are you talking? That's not a conversation about how we treat you. That's a dictate by you of how I will be treated. That's not. That's not a rational thing to do. A hundred and fifty girls, schoolgirls, poisoned kids, poisoned kids. Why? Just like when you're poisoning children, you're just like ah. What should we do to that's, What do you got going it's on It's God's Wednesday? work. Yeah. It's God's oh. work. I mean, really, when you're poisoning children, when you're doing the most horrific shit humans can do to another human, <laughs> you've got to be doing God's work, right. I think, at that point. I mean, really, it is God's work. And I, I remember, you know, he's because Allah's merciful. He is. He's know? merciful. And we know Allah because we're both apostates. Sure. And, you know, so. he's the guy at the end of the poison control line. His name is Allah. And you call him up, you know, when your girl's sick. Right. <laughs> And he's all like, yeah, I fucking poisoned her. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. I really don't care, you imagine actually. imagine calling poison control? You're just like, yeah, uh, my, my kid is sick, boy or girl. Please hold. You're like, this whole music's going on yeah. for a really long time. You read the Bible, Greg? Yes. Oh, there's this 
passage I got memorized. Sort of fits the case. So this next story is just bizarre. It's just super fucking bizarre. Um, in China Grove, uh, North Carolina, a fucking total lunatic held a double-barreled shotgun to a woman's head and made her read her favorite scripture. That seems rational. I the first thing that occurs to me. If you held a gun to my head and made me read my favorite scripture, <laughs> thou yeah, shalt that's not coming kill, to mind, I think, somewhere in there. Would immediately yeah. become a fucking right. fan right. favorite, right? You'd be like, where the fuck yeah. are those Ten Commandments? Because <laughs> we are rocking those things right now. I love that. At this moment in time, with the double-barreled shotgun pointed at my head by a lunatic, I really like Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not kill is a great one. Absolutely, I would stay. I would definitely stay away from. Uh, woman is the cause of all evil. You know, like I would stay away from that one. Woman is the reason why there's original sin. Stay away yeah, from those, those Bible passages. Right, right. Those are not, not right going to help your situation. This is not. You definitely want to. You know, there's something about. I'm sure Jesus talked about forgiveness. Work your way into that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sure there's got to be something in one of the gospels that you could be like. You know what? We should really be nice to each other and not shoot each other. I would make some shit up. Be like, thou shalt not shoot your girlfriend in the face. Yeah, right. Like, shoot not lest ye be shot. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Somebody on Facebook said uh, the swords into plowshares. Yeah. Be like, shotguns into plowshares, please? Yeah. I would like shotguns into unloaded shotguns. The, right. No, the, you know. The other option would just be to start reading Revelation and see if that crazy could fight his crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the guy would probably just fall on the ground holding his ears and wailing after it that. It would be like scanners, right? Like his yeah. head is... <laughs> it's on the perfect wavelength of crazy. And if you could you could match those wavelengths, you could break glass. Right. It's like a tomato know? in the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> boom. Oh, this is gonna. This is gonna be like you know. I think it's gonna become a party favorite though. Like you know, you're gonna have pin the tail on the donkey, and then there's gonna be read your favorite Bible verses at gunpoint. I think that's probably got to be. You know, it's on the Christian party circuit. This is the worst party I've ever been to. <laughs> it's it's that, and then they take you in a van, and oh, they yeah, simulate they, a kidnapping yeah, simulate like those kidnapping. fuckers from from last week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then they exercise you after they're done. They right. beat you <laughs> and exercise you. Make you dig you. your own grave. Make you dig your own grave. This is, I mean, this is a really good. This is like kind of like uh, it's like murder mystery Christian at Christianity. There, you know what I mean? Like where you're not sure what's gonna happen. It's kind of like a LARP. You know, we should put together a a uh, birthday party game. <laughs> a Christian LARP, like birthday Christian party? birthday party game. It's just <laughs> it's just one horrifying series of lunatics after oh, another. Yeah. yeah, they have that. It's called Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, they have, I don't know. It's called the Catholic Church. <laughs> Catholic Church or any of the other churches. Yeah, there's some stuff you just got to leave out of there right. because there's I mean there's too much diddling to even keep in the At game. At some point you're just like, "Okay, okay, enough diddling. Can we move on to the next stage of the game?" Do not pass go. Do not collect your underpants, <laughs> you know. <laughs> this black light shows a lot of suspicious stains. <laughs> They're all on your cassock, sir. <laughs> <laughs> is a ball gag really part of this hymnal? What? I can't it really sing isn't. around this. It really isn't. This is terrible. <laughs> Watch what you're doing with that candlestick. <laughs> so speaking of the Catholics, they're on a Come roll on. this week. Come they're on. Really, you know, it's surprising. Every time I hear that the Catholic uh, church numbers are down, I'm surprised. I'm like, man, I would have thought your, like, fuck little kids campaign would have been, you know, yeah, more right. attractive 
to the a youth. lot more people. Yeah. Um, but now they're going after their own nuns. Um, according to the Vatican, American nuns need reform. American nuns, according to the Vatican, have been uh, influenced by radical feminists. Um, and by influenced by radical feminists, they mean not paying enough attention to homosexuals. Right. And, and, not, and not opposing things that are right to life. Yes. So instead, uh, the, they're looking for social justice. And inherent in that social justice, you have rights for gays and rights for women. And they don't like that. So when nuns are for social justice, they don't like that at all. I have been, I think, more so than most people. I would say more so than the average. I know more nuns than the average person. Um, I've worked with nuns in the past. And I can say, uh, you know, through my own anecdotal experience, that I have been around some really inspiring people that are nuns. Uh, Really amazing people. And there's a reason why there's sort of a leadership role for men in the church, but there's no real leadership role for women. And I think that's that's the biggest mistake the church can make because when I see the contribution that these nuns make to social justice, to uh, systemic change, I think, you know, why isn't there a role for women in the church that is the same as the priest? Or at least, you know, maybe it's different. Maybe it's a different role, but it's still a leadership role. It's really easy, I think, to be... Uh, a feminist. I think it's really easy. All you have to do is shut off all the things in your brain that say less than. That's all you have to do. You know, yes, there are differences between men and women. Yes, they exist. There's, you know, there's, there's going to be a part of me, no matter how feminist I seem, that is still attracted to women. No matter how I fucking try to, sh- I can't shut that off. Right? That's part of my biology. I see somebody like a Selma Hayek, and I'm thinking, man, that girl's hot. I can't stop thinking about how hot she is. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the thing that happens. It's just my brain. It's just the way it works. I can't stop it. But you know what I can do is stop thinking that she's hot and she's an object. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? I can stop thinking that she's hot and she's less than. That's real easy to do. It's real easy to think, you know. Uh, that women need more more roles as leaders in our country and in the workplace. If we stop seeing them as, you know, once in a while leaders, we'll stop thinking of it as weird. The idea that that it's radical feminization, right? To be uh, for these for these nuns to be working on social justice and like they're talking about, uh, uh, they're not speaking out strongly enough against gay marriage, abortion. Right. And women's ordination. So yeah, basically it's ridiculous. like saying, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You are not subjugating yourself enough. You're right. making us do all the work. It's exhausting to keep you bitches down. We, I, I, listen, we need some fucking help. You guys are trying to help the poor and, you know, okay, fine, whatever. I, I think Jesus may have said something about that. But didn't Jesus also say that women are not equal? Didn't he? I'm, that's not, that's not in there. there. No. Somewhere I well I fucking said it, so right. there we go. And now you have so, to do it. Yeah. So why don't you, as a woman, spend more of your time campaigning against your own uh, power? What? Who would do that? Who would nope. do such a thing? There's a reason why they're being fucking. They're being. They're saying that they need reform because these women are like fuck you. Right. You know it. What it makes me hope is that, and and I have to think this is going to be the case. I can't. I can. I can honestly tell you. It is 
baffling to me to the point of, of, of being completely unable to understand how a, a modern Western woman enters, enters a convent at this point. I, I can't, I, I just simply can't wrap my brain around the idea of growing up in modern Western culture. An, an 18 or 19 year old woman right now saying, I'm going to join the fucking convent. That's what I'm doing with the rest of my life. Given the sorry ass fucking uh, state of this church, given the homophobic state of this church, given the um, uh, radically anti-feminist state of this church, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to enter because I want to be forced by the patriarchy to speak out against my own self-interest. That's right. Strikes me as reasonable. We, Lord, we just ask to, to be covered with the blood of Jesus. Open hearts, Lord. Open hearts. From the Sydney Morning Herald. Um, again, what the fuck? Vatican defends the excommunication um, of a uh, mother and doctors of a nine-year-old girl. Nine-year-old girl gets raped by her stepfather. Nine-year-old girl. It's like a third grader. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Gets raped by her stepfather. Becomes pregnant with twins as a result of that attack. And uh, they, the mother and doctors wisely aborted. Um, and the church excommunicated it, the doctors and mother. And, Tom, when you say wisely, you mean she was in danger. This was a pregnancy that could have really cost her her life because she was a tiny girl, sickly, and they're like, oh, can't, she's probably going to die. She's nine. And they made a choice. They're like, you know what? It's gone. Yeah, it's and it's a nine-year-old girl. Yeah. You can't – is she supposed to be a mother? She's supposed to, she's supposed to be – I mean, she's got to live a whole life. I mean, it's, she's nine. Yeah. yeah. She can't be given birth to twins. Yeah, she's a child herself. Right. I mean, you're a child. You can't be giving birth to a child when you're a fucking child. And, and it's not like – I mean, she, she's at an age – it's so far beyond any way that you could – I mean, consent isn't even – isn't even a thing for a nine-year-old. Right. Right. It's like – I mean, they still have to – a nine-year-old still has to ask if they can have a cookie. Right, Sure. What about a two kids? The the thing I, I think when I when I heard this article, when I read this article, they didn't excommunicate the father, the stepfather who raped her. They didn't excommunicate him. They excommunicated the mother and the doctors because they performed the abortion. I just want to thank the Vatican for self-selecting out of moral authority right, right there. You've basically just said, you know what? We're not a moral authority. We're a dogmatic institution. That's all we are. We have a list of things that we think are right or that are right or wrong, and they're not based on human interaction whatsoever. They're based on fucking fantasy. And if you want to follow the same fantasy as us, if you want to play Harry Potter with us, you have to listen to these rules. That's cool if you want to believe this stuff, but it's not morality. It's not moral. Right. It's dogma. And and then you have self-selected. So thank you. Thanks for they doing that. They didn't excommunicate the the attacker. They never right. excommunicate the attacker. You know, I've never seen, uh, you know, it doesn't seem to matter how fucking unbelievably evil you are. Um, if it's not a hot button fucking issue, you don't get excommunicated. Right. So here's what's baffling. You can, I could be a Catholic 
and I could murder my kid right now. I've got a five-year-old boy. I could stab him in the face and kill him. And I wouldn't be excommunicated for that. But if I rape somebody and that person gets an abortion, they'll be excommunicated. How the fuck could that possibly be fair? Here's, here's, a, here's another analogy. You, you could fucking murder your kid and, get no, and have no problem, get forgiven. But if you were to help your wife with stage four cancer, euthanize, you would be excommunicated. Uh, it, and, that, and then you just – and then – but like you said, it's nice. It's right because this – what this does is this says, oh, I don't have to worry about your fairy tale bullshit. Right. I don't have to. I, you, you don't matter. Right. You guys have clearly made a uh, created a stance that is indefensible by any rationale. Sure. It's only defensible if you believe exactly how they believe. And it's funny because they're finding out more and more Catholics don't believe how exactly they should believe. Right. I talk to so I, I interact with a lot of Catholics on a daily basis. And I will tell you that a lot of them recently uh, uh, I was in a class. And somebody in the class brought up, well, why aren't nuns allowed to, you know, be priests or whatever they would call them? You know, right. why aren't they allowed? And and the people were like, I don't know the answer to that. This is how <laughs> organizations change, is what one of the people said. It's like that's how organizations change, is when they have they finally can't they can't make other people understand their rationale and say, Well, I guess we're just gonna have to change. So, you know, there are a lot of Catholics that do not agree with what Vatican says. They just it, it, there's just a disconnect between these people who live in the fucking realm of forms with their big giant fucking hats <laughs> and enormous gold crosses Bro. and fucking little goddamn pope mobiles where they're sealed <laughs> off from the rest of the world. They have no idea how the real world works. They get their fucking they get their uh, their lunch served to them by a fucking naked eunuch. You know what I mean? Like like these people are so far outside of fucking rationality that they cannot interact with the real world in any way, shape, or form so those people they've they've selected themselves out of the human race and now you have the real people the boots on the ground type of people that are like your fucking your laws and edicts are fucking strange and stupid and backward and bronze age and we're not going to listen to them anymore don't, don't doesn't that sound to you like the beginnings of a second reformation it does it absolutely I, does I, I mean i can't help but hear that like i hear that i cuz i agree with you because there's so many uh like you look at the at the work being done on the street level, and then you look at this nonsense, right? And they couldn't be more disparate. And you think, how are you part of the same organization? And it's it's because nobody's. I mean, they just fucking need to nail some shit to a door and call it a night. I do. They do. And to start with the Pope's hat. Right. I think just you need to nail, nail that it right to, a to door. the hat. Yeah. The new pin reformation. The, is... Pin the hat on the Pope. That's another <laughs> game we need. Pin the hat on the Pope. No, I would play that game. That game would be fucking spectacular. I would play the fuck out of that game. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? A wizard. And a thumping good in I'd wager. Once you trade up a little. Um, this is a story from Reuters. Um, a Sri Lankan woman was arrested on suspicion of casting a spell on a 13-year-old girl during a Saudi family's shopping trip. Um, she might face death. They What they do with sorcerers... Um, right. In Saudi Arabia. Rightfully so. Well, let me interrupt yeah. here. Rightfully so. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. so it's twofold. So for sorcerers in, in Saudi Arabia, first, they believe that's real. 
So that's the yeah. first thing they do. The first thing, yeah. yeah. You gotta gotta overcome that bound. That's a, that's first. a hefty hurdle. Yeah, for a it's, lot a, of it's us. a big one. You know. Yeah. Then they behead you. Yeah. But <laughs> that one's a little easier. It, look, that's the only way to do it. Because otherwise yeah. they'll use magic. Like if you were just to you know like shoot them, they would just use right. magic to stitch themselves back together. So you've right. got to take the head right off. Yeah. That's that's how you kill wizards and witches is by cutting the head. From the body, you have to sever the head from the body and burn it, and then throw the fucking ashes in the ocean. That's the only way. It, it, I mean, what are we irrational? I read of a book. I read a book, Tom, and a book <laughs> said to do that. So what I what I wonder here is like, could you imagine in a okay, in a country where you can be put to death for witchcraft? Do can I just accuse someone of killing someone else? Because they obviously don't need evidence to put you to death in this country. So could I just say to somebody, be like, hey, I thought that guy killed somebody and be like, oh, did he kill somebody? Oh, I'm going to kill him then. Because there's there's obviously no need. Like there's no fucking Saudi Arabian CSI. Like they don't exist. Right? You know what I mean? Like they don't they don't even exist. They just be like all they need is just a guy and a desk that you go up to and, and say someone committed a crime. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, we don't we don't actually there's no investigation because there's no evidence. We don't need it. Well, he, you know, you know, what strikes me as funny is. If somebody was being suspected of of magical crimes, which is what this person... Because really, like, if you read the article, a woman, like, a 13-year-old girl walked past this woman and then began acting strangely. Yeah. So, uh, proximity. It's proximity. And this is the first time in history that a 13-year-old acted funny. I know, right? Because 13-year-old girls just typically... They don't act funny ever. They never act funny. Salem. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, you've got somebody who's, you know, suspected of magic crimes. Right. So what non-magical means would you use to prove magic crimes? I mean, you're not going to, like, fingerprint. Like you said, there's no CSI because right. it's magic. You, we, I, I, magic. <laughs> You're just gonna be like, did you commit? Did you did you do magic? And be like, no, it's not a thing. It's not a real well, obviously fucking you're thing. You're lying. Kill him. And then you're gonna say, well, I'll prove the magic. This person acted weird when they walked past you. Be like, well, they acted weird when they walked past a pillar. You know, I was standing next to a pillar. Maybe the pillar did it. Can we behead the pillar? It's it's this woman. It might be fucking her head chopped off. How can you have a, a how can you live in a society that you think is a a, a a good and just and polite society? And and at some point you're like, oh well, we're gonna have to cut that person's head right off. I mean, <laughs> wow. It never comes up in polite conversation. Yeah, you know. Would 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 your solution to the problem is woo-wee. <laughs> That is a dilly of a pickle. And traffic court sucks <laughs> over there because they're lopping off hands left and right. Judge it sucks. So we gotta, has no, a huge they, sword. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the people's court, too. Oh, my God. Judge Judy just fucking shoots a brother like just Judge, <laughs> There's like a fucking pit that opens up underneath and they just fall right into it. 
I mean, we may as well like we may as well make them fight bears at this point. Yeah, gosh, it's. I mean, that's so ridiculous. But because there's no evidence, man. It's like you can basically accuse anyone of anything in a society that takes this shit seriously. Right. Like, how do you how do you possibly have any sort of? I mean, there's a reason why laws work the way they work. There's a reason why there's a there. You need a preponderance of evidence in this country in order for for the DA to even take the case to try somebody for murder. Look at Trevon Martin for crying out loud. They decided whether or not to try the person for murder. You're like, come on, over there, all you'd have to do is just be like, hey, he killed that guy. Oh, really? Kill him. Right. Just run him through mm. the, it's like a fucking conveyor belt full of people tied down with their heads sticking out so you could lop it chop, off. Chop, 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 Well, you know what's crazy is Saudi Arabia doesn't have a written set of criminal codes. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. They just have, they, they have judges who interpret Islamic code, Sharia law. They don't have a set of written criminal codes. So you can get arrested for shit because you were arrested for it. And then you go in front of a judge who doesn't have, I don't know, how do you even get made a judge in that country? How do you get made a judge? How do you become an attorney? How do you become a lawyer? There's no written laws. How do you become a cop? What do you do? You're just like, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's illegal or not. <laughs> I just, I decided to arrest that person. Because really, really, the, the the judges are actually less on the chain because you you have to do something to break the law in the first place. You're like, well, who decides the law on the streets? It's obviously the fucking cop. You know, it would cut down on paperwork, though. It really would. You'd be like, well, I arrested him. Why? Because I'm a cop. Because Allah said so, motherfucker. Whatever, dude. Fucking said somewhere in there that maybe there's a witch, so. Everybody everybody on the thing arresting officer is Allah. Everybody. <laughs> like arresting officer Allah. In the name of Jesus, we speak that. So this next story, this is from the Huffington Post, is from their religion blog. Um, well played, guys. Brandy and Russell Bellew, parents, not anymore, No. Uh, lose children after son dies due to faith healing. Um, 16-year-old uh, son, Austin, um, died. So got sick. They prayed. That's not a real thing. <laughs> Turns out, doesn't help. He died. Uh, this has happened before at the same house. <laughs> you'd think you'd learn your lesson after your previous husband gets a leg wound and dies of sepsis. You'd think. You'd be like, huh, that shit didn't work last time. Either God hates us or that's not a real thing to do. I think, Tom, another thing, too, is they should change this. You know, they should stop referring to it as faith healing and start referring to it for what it really is, which is faith negligence. Exactly. That's what they should call it. Exactly. Faith-based negligence. Yeah. Or what you could do is just call it negligence. Sure. Right? Yeah. It's like the yeah. faith part. <laughs> you can cut off the faith-based It doesn't part. ameliorate the, the yeah. facts of the situation at all. Right. Like, at no point are you like, well, but you've got to take into account. <laughs> Faithful. I mean, he thought it would work. He was, That's awesome. You know, it, he genuinely thought God was going to save him, so we're okay with that. 
Did, does it say in this thing? I can't find anywhere in this thing what was wrong with the kid. It doesn't say. They, they, I, I watched the, vi- the video, too, and they never say. He, he was obviously a healthy kid, too, because they said he was, like, on the track team or something. He was, like, on a sports team. Maybe he had, like, lack of faith. And then they could have – then that would have worked. No, yeah. Then, then I think faith-based negligence works. But I've never heard of anybody dying from lack of faith. That's not a thing, right? That's not – No. No, you can't – Well, it is, in, it is in Islamic countries. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He suffered from a severe beheading injury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get sepsis from beheadings all the time. You know, Oregon's passed a law that uh, that has you know no tolerance for this sort of nonsense, which anymore. is awesome. Um, fucking good for you, Oregon. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm baffled that any state would have, except Mississippi, you know, that any state would have any uh, Take any that, tolerance Mississippi. for Mississippi. Well, come on, that's not really a state. That's like that's like the toilet of America. <laughs> It was our Mississippi Toilet. listener. Sorry. Oh yeah, there he goes. Fucking move out of there. That's floating not... down the river. Whatever. Right there. That's a disgusting fucking place. So great, you got a sixteen-year-old, and then they, then the state took all their kids away. Yeah. Because which is a good thing. What if one of them got sick? Well, yeah, fucking up the body count in that house. That's for sure. You're already two down. At some point, isn't your faith shaken? How does that work? Pretty soon you're going to need an announcer that follows you around and goes, mega kill. You know? <laughs> They're like fucking chalking. You're like fucking smack talking to people on Xbox Live about how many people you killed in your house. And I put a lot of marks in the, in the win column. Yeah. Right? You're just like, oh, I'm fucking 0 and 2. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Who had, who had uh, Austin dies in the brackets? Yeah. Who had. <laughs> no. Who had. Yeah, he was yeah. like a... Nobody did. Nobody would have guessed. He's like fucking 16 years old. Right. Fucking dead kid now. I, I hope I mean, these yeah, put, parents Dick Clark? Him. Dick Clark on that list? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Dick no. Clark, yeah. Shit, yeah. He's on the top of people's oh, list. No, he's on the top fucking 40. Fucking Austin Sprout, 16-year-old? <laughs> no. Uh, he's not winning any Deadpools. No. Well, I mean, with parents like that, though. Yeah. Although, yeah, you got I think I think your odds go up at a certain point. Real fucking fast. Yeah. Real fast. Can you imagine dying of a leg injury? Be like, oh, my leg hurts. Well, we're gonna oh. have to pray about that. Like, I would rather have a hospital. Oh gosh, dying of a leg. In- I mean, seriously, you're dying of a leg injury in fucking 2012. Right. You're dying like it's the Civil fucking War. Like, that's what you're dying. You're dying like a fucking Civil War soldier, right? You're like, I have a minor injury. <laughs> uh, remove minor from that sentence because all we're going to do is pray about it. Yeah, it's like it's like dying from scraping yourself on a nail. Do you wonder if they even clean the wound out? Um, I don't know, dude. Oh, God. Because why would you? Why would you clean the wound? If you clean the wound out, aren't you acknowledging yeah, by sure. cleaning the yeah. wound? That there are, you know, microbes and what have you that should be flushed and removed because they can cause infection. And if you make that acknowledgement, is it that big of a leap? I mean, you've already you've already prophylactically done some work to try to right. prevent an illness. Right. So I would think that the logical thing to do if you were to take this sort of fucking insane murderous nonsense to its conclusion that any illness you would just be like, oh, I'm just going to pretend that's not there. I'm just going to bleed. I wouldn't even try to stop the bleeding. Why would you? I mean, you? I guess the, stopping the bleeding would be the only thing, but you wouldn't want to change the cloth. I, you'd be like, why would I change the cloth? There's no germs. Yeah. Only, and if there are, God wants them there. Yeah. Well, doesn't God want you to bleed? 
I don't know. Does he, I mean, he'll clot you when he's ready to clot you. I mean, if you. I just see God. I just see God in like a in like one of those old leather jackets with a greaser hair and a knife. He just cut you. You know, he's like cut you, baby. It's like fucking West Side Story with God and Jesus. When you're a jet, you're a jet from your first. Yeah, like what? What's happening here? God killed Maria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we're going to take a break to give you all the information that you need to find us on uh, email, Facebook, Twitter. You can Google Plus. Google Plus. I've been doing Google Plus. Tom got told. He got fucking, I don't know, he got told by one of our listeners, do Google Plus, and they helped him out. Thank you very much to John for helping us out with uh, learning how to do to Googles. It was very nice of him to give us tech support. I got immediately frustrated with I'm still frustrated with Google Plus, but I'm working Google Plus, so you can find us there. You can find us at, uh, you can send us nasty voicemails or praise-filled voicemails or hallelujah voicemail. I don't fucking care. Send me a voicemail. Um, <laughs> just, just come on. Rate us on right, iTunes. Yeah. We'll give you all that yeah. information. You can email these assholes at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. For more information on this or any other episode, visit the Cognitive Dissonance website, dissonancepod.com. Like our show on Facebook to join in the conversation. Just search for Cognitive Dissonance in Facebook or go to our website for the link. You can converse with us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod. Help us out by retweeting and reposting our shows. You can call us and leave us a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Long distance rates apply. Your help is fucking greatly appreciated. So this story, Cecil, is from uh, Good Morning America. Not such a good morning if your house is haunted. (laughs) Bad morning. Family flees haunted house and sues landlord. Yeah, of course you would. Why, Why wouldn't you do that? Um, sure. New Jersey couple suing their landlord after saying that paranormal activity caused them to run out of their rental home. Uh, I don't think I'd be terribly sympathetic. I, I own a rental property. If my renters called me tomorrow and they said, you know, Tom, the house is haunted. You know, we're going to have to <laughs> we're going to have to sue you. Uh, we're going to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We want our security deposit back. Fuck you! Yeah. Not only am I leaving and breaking the lease, right? And you know, I, it's rare that I'll come across a, a story from the United States that even Judge Judy would throw out. <laughs> even Judge Judy would be like, "This is nonsense." <laughs> I mean, come on! <clears throat> I, I watched it too because they're like, and they have proof. So I watched the video, and the proof is two guys were downstairs. There was, for some reason, a bowling pin sitting on the ground standing up. And as they move away, the bowling pin falls down. Therefore, there's a ghost. Also, at one point, when they're like, while our cameras are rolling, the woman's like, I told you to get out of this house. She says it to the house. And then, like, one of the lights that was flickering goes on. And you're like, "Uh uh-oh, dun, dun, dun. So, so, okay, let let me make sure I have the evidence straight. A bowling pin. Which is designed to fall over. That is its purpose. Falls over. Right. A flickering light. A signal of something electrical with a bad connection. Right. The connection changes. The connection status of a flickering Somehow light. changes. Changes. And that is a ghost. That's a ghost. I will believe it when you fucking get its ectoplasmic self into my office. When you open up the little box... 
when Egon shows up, or you know, when when Bill Murray <laughs> has the fucking thing trapped with his proton pack, right? Right. Then you, you can know, give me a fucking phone call, and I will give you your security deposit sure. back and I'll eat my hat. I'll fucking burn the house down myself. Right. Right. Be like, I was wrong. That is yeah. full of ghosts. And insurance owes me a lot of money. I don't know what to do about that. Fucking ghosts. Yeah. Well, you know, like, here's the thing. I will believe even I'll, I'll, I will go one step further than you, Tom, and say, if you take me to the room and the fucking clown is coming out from under the bed and fucking everything's spinning around the room and I hear ho, 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 and fucking <laughs> big fucking claws reaching out of the closet, I'm fucking I'm fine. Here's your security bot deposit back. Here's a five hundred dollars. I'm fucking sorry, money. Right. I get it. I understand. But you know what? When a bowling pin falls over in your house, like, do you know how much how much shit in your in a year falls over in your house without explanation? Right. Because things sometimes just fall over. And a bowling not... pin is meant to fall right, over. That's the design that's of what the, the thing. fucking use of the thing is so it falls over. That's unbelievable. That, that's a bowling pin. That's your fucking evidence. Why do you have a bowling pin Who on the ground? Leave? That's actually a ghost test. Yeah, it is. <laughs> a lot of yeah, that's it's a little known. You know, as a as a paranormal yeah. investigator myself, as a as, a, as a yeah. amateur investigator, right. none of which is true. I yeah. you know what I do is I just set up bowling pins <laughs> in places, it's a good and then idea. if they fall over, right? I just run out screaming. Ghost! I know it's a ghost, and I, I ask somebody to give me a security deposit. That's what I well, do. I think that's uh, that's the way to go. Yeah. I, think. I make thousands. It's worked out for me. <laughs> and one guy in this video is awesome because he's like, I believe this family 110%. And I'm like, how do you believe them 110%? Yeah. How do you believe – will you believe them more than their cre- credibility is worth? Is that what that means? I like one of the comments. Uh, how many good American people remember the 80s? I was just asking because if you do, then you all know who these people should call. <laughs> Uh, Do you believe in UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography, telekinetic movement, full trance mediums, the Loch Ness Monster, and the theory of Atlantis? Uh, If there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say. Wow. Uh, This is from uh, Tampa Bay's news leader, WTSP. (laughs) (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Uh, in Clearwater, Florida, Clearwater police arrested a woman for child abuse after she tried to toss a three-month-old baby into the ocean because she thought it was possessed by demons. Turns out the baby was actually just a baby. <laughs> and the woman was fucking crazy. Yeah, it turns out, yeah, she's just a baby. You know, even though infants can swim, throwing your three-month-old infant into the ocean is probably not an advisable yeah, idea. The, the I don't know that three-month-old kids can swim. I think they just flail at that point. They're more of a bobber than they are a swimmer. <laughs> They're more of a bobber than a sinker. <laughs> but she believed her kid was covered in snakes and lizards. Lady, you live in Florida. <laughs> Everything is covered in snakes and lizards. Chances are, I used you to were live probably <laughs> covered in snakes and lizards. I used to live in Florida. You're constantly covered in snakes and lizards. Right. It's right. just like wake up like, oh, hang on a minute. I got to shower off the snakes and lizards. It's Florida. The only reason anybody settled there is because we invented air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> Throw your baby in the ocean. 
That's ridiculous. That's certainly the only reason why old people live there. Right. They, you know, yeah. the police found this woman standing half naked on a seawall, about ready to chuck her kid into the ocean. Uh, again, because she thought the baby was possessed. Would, wait, if you were a demon, this is the thing. Cecil, you're a demon. Okay, I'm, I'm with you on this right. one. You can possess a human body. Okay. This is a cool, I like this I know, job. right? Already. There's no downside yet. It's a good job yeah. so you, far. You might get cast into a pig, though. I don't know. Can you call the teen girl exorcism squad? Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll talk about that. You know, I got <laughs> I to gotta check my wallet. I got to see what sort right, of yeah, supplementary it, services they offer. It's a little expensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So on your right, there's a three-month-old baby. Three-month-old. Not got real it. strong. No. no. On your left, there's a full-ass grown woman. <laughs> Who do you fucking possess? Why? What? What good would it do you to possess a a, a, a baby? You'd be like, ah ha ha. Maybe the three. Maybe the maybe the demon likes boobs. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the only reason I could think that she'd want to be the 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 three month old. I don't understand. And you know when when they say, okay, I thought my baby was possessed. You're like, no, your baby wasn't possessed. There was a snake on it or right. something. That's not the same as possessed. What good? How would you even know a three-month-old baby if, was possessed? If you're a demon, why would you put outward signs of you being inside the baby? They all projectile vomit anyway. You, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, it's hard to pick the possessed one out of the, de- the baby crowd. Right. You know what I mean? They're all shooting fucking stuff out their mouth and ass constantly. <laughs> well, he seems to sleep a lot, and all he wants to do yeah. is eat and fart and poop. <laughs> Eat shit, sc- scream, and fart. That's all they want to yeah, do. That's that's just a yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's no fucking no prerequisites to birthing a kid. That's for At sure. At least they caught this idiot. I know, man. Because that was a fucking. That's a shark food. You throw that in the water. That's a that's a shark. The food. ocean is not the place. For three-month-old yeah. babies. No, no. That's not. No, no, no. That's at least not for long. Because I tell you this right now, if Barack Obama becomes the president in November again, I will either be dead or in jail by this time next year. And if you take that adamant we the people defiance, remember we're Americans because we defied the king. We didn't negotiate and compromise with the king. We defied the emperors. We are patriots. We are braveheart. We need to ride into that battlefield and chop their heads off in November. Am I any questions? So this story is from CNN Politics. Uh, Ted Nugent. <laughs> well, Ted Nugent. I'm baffled by who lets this man speak in public. Yeah, I. When yeah, somebody commented on our Facebook, they're like, "When was Ted Nugent last relevant?" And I'm thinking. Never right. really relevant. No, the, the, the guy sang uh, songs. I don't even know what. I don't even know what songs Tom this guy sang. I cannot think. In my head, I think he sang a song like Cat Scratch Fever, but I'm not sure. I think that's his song. I, I only think that because somebody made a joke about it on our Facebook page. That's the oh, only okay. reason I think that that's the case. So either I'm getting played by someone on Facebook, which is very yeah. possible. Which is possible. Yeah. yeah, because who listens I to don't Ted know. Nugent? That's the thing. Like I, This guy should be just screaming fucking vile insults in his bathroom alone in a dingy motel. <laughs> Violence. He's just screaming in a mirror, just yelling at himself, cutting himself. He's clearly insane. I don't know who's paying attention to this guy. You've got to hear. I'm just going to read some of what he had to say. Uh, <clears throat> if Barack Obama 
becomes the president in November again. I will either be dead or in jail by this time next year. If you can't go home and get everybody in your lives to clean house in this vile, evil, America-hated administration, I don't even know what you are made of. He accused the government of, quote, wiping its ass with the Constitution you're living under a rock someplace. <laughs> he sounds like everybody I've argued with on the internet. Right. Here, here, we need to ride into that battlefield and chop their heads off in November. Am I? Any questions? <laughs> Right into the bed. Who the fuck do you think you are? Fucking Galahad? <laughs> Dude, you should be on fucking extreme jousting Galahad. or something. What the fuck? I want to read Tom real quick, just a list of his songs. Because I figure this is this is fun, right? Great White Buffalo, Cat Scratch Fever, Wango Tango, Stranglehold, Wang Dang Putang. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, am I any questions? Uh, <laughs> dog Eat Dog, Free For All. That's a song I've heard before. Uh, free For All. Uh, Scream Dream, Weekend Warriors. This is the part where he chops people's right, heads yeah, off on the horse. Only on Saturdays. Um, He's got to work. Baby, Please Don't Go. I don't know that. Snake Skin Cowboys. I don't know that. Live It Up. Not sure. Smoke Screen Again. No. And then Out of Control. So I've only heard of two of these songs, but I think probably his most poignant work is Wang Dane Putang. Oh, I, mean. I think that's almost certainly, you know, this is who you should listen to is a guy who sings a song called Wang Dang Putang. The man's a poet. I mean, yeah, he I really mean, is. You know, I, really, you can't come up with that stuff unless you're a genius. It doesn't write itself. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, it does. Am I any questions? That's Am fantastic. I any questions? What a yeah, fucking guy, lunatic. Who hires this guy to speak? Why is he speaking? Well, you know, NRA, man. I mean, NRA. You're talking about the NRA. I don't understand this why is the NRA of... is busting Obama's balls. He's done nothing. I know. To, I know. He's, he's done no gun control work. Well, what you want to say to this guy? You want to be like, okay, um, he says he says all this stuff about about uh, Obama. He's like, oh, you know, we got to get this evil, vile. Uh, we got a clean house in this evil, vile, American-hated administration. You're like, okay, well. Why is it America hated? Because they're fucking the, the, the approval numbers are still good. So it's not America hated, it's you hated, jackass. Right. And then you're like, okay, well, it's evil and vile. How is it evil and vile? You don't you're not even fucking you're not even putting that shit to any kind of test whatsoever. You're just saying it is evil and vile. Okay, well it's evil and vile. Why? You're not explaining. And you're like, they just wiped their ass with the Constitution. You're like, what does that even mean? Hey, give me an example. Like if you want to talk about NDAA relative to that like let's have that conversation sure okay fine there's a legitimate conversation to be had there you want to talk about you know uh going back on your word about uh not pulling out of uh afghanistan and and iraq fast enough or at all let's have that conversation there's a valid conversation to be had there's real criticisms but when you're just like hey he's violent evil am i any questions like what fucking a lot of questions you're crazy. One is, why don't you use proper syntax? Right. You should make a sense. You should try to f- formulate your sentences a little better. Nut, you fucking nut. People won't fucking tilt their head like a dog and look at you quizzically <laughs> if you speak correctly. They won't just be like, mer. Right, you hear that and you're just like, I don't, my, I am unable to process these words yeah, in any. exactly. I don't speak fucking Nugent. Yeah. I don't even. I'm not even gonna eat nougat because it's so yeah. similar. 
That's not true. I'll eat nugget. (laughs) Yeah, admittedly. Who are we kidding here? Oh, I have a big bowl of nugget every morning. (laughs) (laughs) They just pour it down my throat. (laughs) You're all sick! Oh, be nice! Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh, my God. What's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. This story is from The Telegraph. Uh, Christian counselor's attempt to cure gay man was malpractice. Um, I like this story. I like this story because this guy goes to a psychotherapist. Um, Man walks into a psychotherapist. Tell me, stop me if you heard this one. And, uh, you know, she tries to cure him of his gay. Except for that, you know, no responsible uh, medicine system recognizes homosexuality as a psychological disorder anymore. That shit's been overturned for a long time now. So you can't cure somebody of something that's not an illness. Well, she gave it a whirl, and uh, it's being called malpractice now. And it should be malpractice. These people who seek to treat uh, the homosexual community by uh, changing them, by, by changing their sexuality, um, that should always be malpractice. And if, if you're going to somebody and they're uh, supposedly providing the service and they're not a medical care professional and you can't treat them for malpractice, they should be uh, cited in some way for practicing medicine without a license because they're, they're offering counseling. I don't understand why people who are totally untrained and unlicensed, you know, why, why priests and rabbis and imams, why they can get away with offering psychological health services when I can't. And I love, too, that this was part of an undercover sting. Good. Good. There should be no quarter for these idiots. These people should, these people should be stripped of their licenses. They should be made to feel foolish. And they should be bankrupted. Because what, what good are they doing in the world? These are vulnerable people that are coming to therapists. You don't go to a therapist because everything's feeling great. You're not yeah. like, best day of my life. You know what I'm doing? Hitting the therapist, then the gym, boom. You know, it's not, that's, a, that's not a thing. <laughs> Dude, it's my birthday. I'm, I'm treating myself to the therapist. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man, I was going to go to Great America or I could go to the therapist. No, what? Yeah. No. So you're a vulnerable person coming to this this individual with a problem. They should refi- what should happen is you should go and say like, look, I you know I'm seeking reparative therapy, which is what this guy said. And they should say there's nothing to fucking repair. Let's talk about right. how you're fine instead of yes, I will accept on its face your claim of being broken. And then try to fix a problem that is not a problem. It's like if you were a doctor and somebody who was obviously already thin came to you and said, I want to get my stomach fucking stapled right. or whatever. You wouldn't do it. You'd be like, oh, I, I can't do that for you. You're not, you're not, you know, morbidly obese. You're fucking, you know, your clothes are hanging off of you. I can't do that. Right. Same thing with like, you know, any other medical, you know, I want to get fucking, I want two heads. Sorry, <laughs> you can't have two heads. I can't sew another head onto you. Same thing here. You just can't you can't go into somewhere and be like, I think I'm broken. And be like, well, you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. So why don't you just hang out and pay me money? Yeah, no kidding. And, <laughs> and that's the other thing. You know she didn't do this shit for free. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So this story is from Science Now. 
Um, dangers of Chinese medicine brought to light by DNA studies. Cecil, it turns out when you take ground up antelope, antelope bones or horns or whatever, you're really just eating goat parts. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they went through all the trouble to go find out exactly the did DNA studies on this on the stuff that they claimed was from an animal. And then they went out and, you know, I mean, it's like fucking it's like. It doesn't matter whether it's, you know, my shit or somebody else's shit. It's still shit. Right. It doesn't fucking do anything. Yeah. So the idea that you're going out and being like, oh, I'm going to fucking figure out whether or not this came from the actual antelope. It doesn't do anything anyway. It doesn't matter what it is. It's garbage. But they're they're lying to you even in the fact that not only are they lying to you that it's going to cure you, but they're also lying to you in the idea that it's actually what they say it is. You come to them with a legitimate problem, right? Like, my chi is out of whack. My feng shui That's legitimate. Sure, isn't yeah. working. My chi is out of whack. I already tried yeah. cupping, and that was that didn't do anything. I thought it would. You know, it was cupping. It seemed rational. It seemed like it would work. You know, I tried cleansing uh, with foot patches. That was also ineffective. So, you know, clearly the next step is antelope horns. And then you get, you get fed goat horns instead. That's just tragic. They're grinding shit up and feeding it to you because you're so fucking stupid you're buying it. <laughs> That's why. I could grind up anything. I could just fucking... I, you could eat carpet fibers. And it's, it's, it doesn't matter because the placebo is still going to work. Exactly. And that's what they're doesn't relying on. It doesn't matter what on. it is. Yeah. And that's what this shit relies on. It relies on the fact that, you know, the placebo effect is a real thing. And it relies on the fact that most people have minor illnesses or complaints that go away over time. So most things are going to resolve. Not all, obviously not all, but most things are going to resolve over time. So if I tell you to take, if I tell you to eat carpet fibers for 14 days, most of the time after two weeks, you're feeling better. Okay, great. And if you're not, you died anyway. So you're not really going to be fucking giving me a bad Yelp review for my carpet fiber (laughs) therapy. (laughs) On your deathbed, you're giving Yelp reviews like this fucker killed me. I can't believe it. How do they do the uh, how do they do the erectile dysfunction shit? I wonder like I want because there's a lot of this. A lot of this is aimed at male potency, right? right? Yeah. There's a lot of this garbage. Yeah, like, call it what it is, suck dude. On this. They're boner pills. You got to put this giant fucking tiger penis in your mouth and you're going to feel more like a man. Like, no, no, I won't. No, it's not going to work that yeah. way. No, but they 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 say like. Okay, well, uh, you know, use this giant tiger penis or whatever. You cut it up and you get to eat it, and then and now you're gonna feel better. You're gonna have a, like a stronger heart on or whatever. But that doesn't like what I wonder how they get away with that. I wonder how they can keep selling those things. It's got to be the placebo effect, but I can't think of anything else because you're saying that things get better after two weeks. Maybe that doesn't get better after two weeks, but maybe there's enough placebo effect for it to get better. Well, I also think that there's probably a shame component. So. With 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 the boner pill thing, right? You, you, who's the guy who goes and says didn't work for me? Yeah, I couldn't get it yeah, up. Yeah, still, still doesn't <laughs> fucking because there's a lot of shame and embarrassment involved in the problem anyway. So it's still like a limp rope, right? man. I can just swing that thing around, <laughs> and fucking lasso shit it's with fucking it. Fucking silly putty in a coin slot. Yeah. What can you do for me here? <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. So you you know you you're gonna be the guy who's like I ate a whole tiger cock and it didn't help. <laughs> I choked out a tiger cock. <laughs> I love that too. It's like, well, you know, 
I understand that, but you know, the problem clearly is a lack of tiger penis in your yeah in your diet. How much tiger penis do you eat in a week? Well, doctor, I've been eating very little tiger penis actually, because oh. oh well, there's your problem. You know, really, yeah. Tiger penis is like vitamin C. You know, you don't have enough <laughs> vitamin C. You get scurvy. You don't have enough tiger penis. You can't get a boner. You know, so because we all know tigers get fucking rock hard cocks. Like that's just, I mean, like of the species on the earth, the tigers have the biggest rock hard cocks. Wouldn't, wouldn't you eat like elephant trunks instead? Like yeah. if you're just, <laughs> It'd be, you'd have a prehensile cock. <laughs> they call that the French tickler. <laughs> well, the neat thing is, is that you don't have to unzip your pants with your hands then. <laughs> So we're going to go over a little bit of email here. Uh, we got an email from Religion Poisons. Uh, he had mentioned, Tom, something that I completely baffled both of us, that when we talked about the Moroccan uh, rapist who had to marry his – that the woman who was forced to marry her Moroccan rapist, um, that that's not Sharia law, that that's actually French law. Yeah, I, I was uh, shocked to read this. I really was quite surprised. I remember in the article it said that. That's unbelievable that uh, this comes from from French civil law, um, and and according to uh, the gentleman at Religion Poisons, uh, this this is like a law from 1962. 19, not fourteen. Yeah, I know, not four. Right. <laughs> so that's awful. Yeah, that's, uh, we that's were terrifying. Wrong. Yeah, so take that us. So, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. That's that's fucking. Jeez, if you did that with every show, come right. on now. If, if, we, if the end of the show was filled with corrections, yeah. the show would get a lot longer. Let's just throw that yeah. out there. It'd be like two minutes of actual stories, the rest <laughs> corrections. <laughs> so uh, so we got another – we got a uh, comment on our blog that we want to talk about. This is from Johnny. Uh, Tom, do you want to read John, Johnny's comment sure. here? Uh, I love your show even when people are sick. Wait, who am I fooling? You guys are sick every week. Anyway, I wanted to just note that the website, SeattlePie.com, belongs to the former Seattle Post-Intelligencer. Intelligencer. Intelligencer. I like Intelligencer. I like that better. It kind of sounds like a ray gun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to shoot you with the Intelligencer. Ah, Thank you, actually. I'm going to go take the SATs. Uh, A newspaper which provided goodness to our fair city from before the Great Fire of Seattle. Yes, we had one of those, too. Until just a few years ago when it went web only. It is not a website devoted to everyone's favorite real number, so STFU libs. <laughs> I love that. This is especially <laughs> egregious because it, is suppo- because it is supposed that if you calculate pi back far enough, you will get back every combination of numbers that exists. That in turn means that by charging a company with including pi in their masthead, they are essentially also including everything which can be expressed in numbers. <laughs> You know what else is ex- essentially encoded with numbers on the internet? Child pornography, spam mail, pirated <laughs> software, every single cryptography key out there, every single possible cryptography key for that matter. The recipe for making a nuclear bomb. If you love freedom, you will not accuse the Seattle Post Intelligencer website of being Seattle Pie again. Johnny, thanks for the correction about Seattle Pie. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I'm happy that you cracked us in Seattle Pie. Tom, what's in Seattle Pie? Is it hairbands? It's, is that what it's filled with? It's like a nice bubbly crust filled with like flannel shirts and hair. <laughs> like, is that what's in there? You cut it open, it's just fog and like a light rain. It's like, this is... <laughs> Moist. At least the pie is moist. But yeah. The pie is organized really right. well. It's, yeah, You can only eat it while sitting slanted on a hill, actually. Yeah. Though. <laughs> I love Seattle. That's a fucking hilly-ass goddamn wet place to yeah. live, though. Yeah. It's, uh, thank you yeah, very so, much for uh, the correction. Our apologies go out yeah. to Seattle Pie. Yeah, Seattle Pie uh, won't probably hire us now. Seattle P.I.? Seattle, yes. <laughs> it's like Magnum P.I. It's just like Seattle yeah. P.I. It's like... All of a sudden, there's like a big oversized mustache on the Space Needle. It's like, yeah, what? that'd be awesome, actually. Somebody's got to Photoshop that. That's the Seattle PI. Flies around in a helicopter. Bad, cheesy fucking music playing all the time. That actually sounds like Seattle. It does. Yeah. We got. Oh no, this is a this is a, a line from uh, Headnet. Uh, he sends us a line, or she sends us a line. It says, did you know if you mix Taco Bell hot sauce with ramen noodles, it tastes exactly like poverty? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's the saddest thing I read all week. That's awesome. So, that yeah, was fantastic. That. Um, oh, that seems so accurate, too. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I I love hot sauces, and like Taco Bell hot sauce is just a consolation yeah, yeah. prize. <laughs> It's neither hot nor technically it's a, not sauce, really a sauce. I don't either. think it's really just—it's really just bad. Um, so we got a—we got a message from Michael. Uh, Michael is a Baltimore-based comedian and recently had to deal with some uh, misogyny. Some people were uh, some comedians were railing against uh, something that was going on, basically attacking women, and asked us how you would deal with something like that. Tom and I—we record a show. So if somebody were to come on our show and be a jackass, I would just edit the fuck out of them and make them sound like a douche. So I don't know yeah, that I, I would have a way in which to deal with people on a live system. Man, I, I feel for you. I, you know, I can't imagine if somebody were you know, berating my girlfriend for being female, um, which it sounds like is all that they've got, right? That's the thing that, that strikes me when, when somebody is being particularly misogynist. Like, the only thing you've got, the only weapon in your arsenal is that there's a girl. That's it. So, I mean, to my to my way of thinking, the only I mean, the only response to that is you're clearly a substandard human being. You're not good at right. this. Crawl back under your rock and get out. Uh, we got a question from Mark. Tom, we actually had two questions. Have we ever criticized the Democrat, and have you ever voted non-Democrat? Now, I'm going to answer the second one first. Yes, I voted non-Democrat several times, actually. Um, I've voted in every election so far since I've turned 18, and I have voted probably about even back and forth uh, between parties, sometimes Green Party, sometimes Independent Party, sometimes Republican parties, um, and Democrat parties. Yeah, I voted all over the board. Uh, I haven't. Um, I voted I voted. Most I, I almost voted Green Party back in 2000. I came very close, but uh, it felt pointless. I was scared of right, Bush, right. so um, I didn't. But uh, it's not for lack of wanting to. Um, you know, I don't know if you listen to the show or not, Mark. But uh, the first question: Have you ever criticized the Democrat? Yeah, I mean, we've been we've been critical of of Obama. We were very critical of Obama when he signed NDAA. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think that was a, an unjustifiable decision. Uh, it was a Nearly criminal act, yeah. I think, to sign that fucking thing. Um, so, yeah, we've absolutely we've been critical of him for uh, not being as aggressive on gay rights issues as he said he was going to be. Uh, we've been critical of him for uh, 
uh, breaking campaign promises. Yeah, we've been critical of of Democrats in the past. Absolutely, we have. I think the people mistake uh, what we do here, and they think, oh, well, you guys are just like a, you know, sort of like a political machine in some ways. And I think what what I want to say to people is, there's no way I think nowadays to be a humanist. Um, and we've said on this program that humanism is, all, you know, that feminism is just a subsect of humanism. So there's no way to be a feminist or a humanist or uh, somebody who likes the idea of social justice and to follow things that are going on in the Republican Party and say, that's my that those are my guys. You can't I don't think right. you can be I mean, you can be a token woman in the Republican Party, I think. And, you know, definitely get some attention. But I don't think you're ever fighting for women's rights in the Republican Party. You're never looking and saying, you know what? We don't treat women the same way. So uh, so let's stop doing that. No Republicans would ever say that. They just don't do that. So that's why we don't ever treat any of those people with respect. Now, don't get me wrong. Somebody stands up there like uh, we were talking about Huntsman. Like that guy stands, yeah, I like that guy John stands Huntsman. up and says some shit, and you're like, "Oh, I like that guy." You know, Ron Paul says some things. I'm not going to say that I, you know, well, I get a lot of shit for this. A lot of people like to fucking shovel shit at me for this because I think once in a while Ron Paul says some shit that seems fiscally responsible. I still stand by that. I think his social policies are fucking cuckoo bonkers. I think the guy is fucking. <laughs> he's got his head so far up his own ass when it comes to like social policies. I'm terrified. But once in a while, he'll say some shit. And I'll be like, you know what? His his fucking fiscal policy makes a lot of sense to me. But I'm also, you know, I'm not a fucking economist. I just I just see it as like a normal working class stiff and say, hey, that makes sense to me. So uh, I think we range all over the board. But with the main issues that we cover on this show, uh, humanism, feminism. Uh, secularism, those things can't be found in the other part. And they can't be because the the right, and we've talked about this, has been hijacked. It's been taken over by the religious right. So re- Republicans, you know, they're fucking disqualified from the yeah, race and they won't, they won't get my vote because of it. Yeah. Got an email from Brandy, uh, who uh, who is a bona fide crazy cat lady, Tom. That's fantastic. All I picture is the cat lady from The Simpsons. I know, me too. Just That's throwing all I cats, of. just like with yeah. an endless supply of cat yeah. projectiles. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a comment I think you made last time about a search party. Oh, Follow yeah. Your cats don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> she says... Uh, I've written to you previously. Thanks for keeping up the wonderfully feminist podcast. I've only one quick comment. I'm a bona fide crazy cat lady. I like that she describes herself as festooned by four cats. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And when I recently rolled my car, my four cats did not form a surge posse <laughs> to come and find me. I'd love to see them in like the slicker, the rain slicker with the hat. Like on the horse, like following the little posse of cats. The problem is the cats have such a hard time controlling the dogs. Yeah. The sniffer dogs. You know, it's just. And just Stop running sniffing in, me. Just run in circles. Chase. Stop me. sniffing me. Either. I am not what you're looking for. <laughs> the dog just resents the hell out of it. That's yeah, the oh, thing. Yeah. It's like, really? Furious. The, the cat tries to ride him. It's just chaos. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. But thank you for the th- thank you for the email. We appreciate it. So in a few weeks, we're hoping um, if everything goes through, uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have on uh, Jake from the Imaginary Friends Show podcast, 
And uh, Jake has a podcast in Australia. He was on that list from about.com of atheist podcasts. And uh, he actually contacted us first and said, hey, I listen to your show. You guys are good. We listen to his show. We like him quite a bit. Um, so we've been trading emails back and forth trying to figure out when we're going to be on each other's show. It looks like it's going to happen in a couple weeks. But if you get a chance, go over and check out uh, the Imaginary Friend Show podcast. Um, you can find it on iTunes, and I think you can just Google it and it should pop up. Although I don't think he has an RSS feed on his site. I, 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 it seems like you get much more recent episodes from uh, from iTunes. But there's a really great one that he pointed to me, me to specifically, Tom, which I think you listened to as well, which was where he was talking from one of, uh, talking to one of those nutters from the Westboro Baptist yes. Church. And it's great because he, he makes some really funny comments in there where I've actually laughed out loud several times. So if you get a chance, check his podcast out. He's a lot of fun. So we're hoping to have him on in a couple weeks and, and we'll get a chance to talk to him. It's just hard to set up because there's like a four-day time difference or something. It's like, it's like He's on like Mars somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when it's day, it's night, and when it's night, yeah. it's day. It's fucking chaos. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, uh, well, we also got a tweet this week, Tom, that we had to translate. I had to run through Google Translator. It's so funny that we have people who listen to the show that not only have a second language, which I do not have. Well, you they barely also, have a first language. They, they, I, I know. <laughs> Jesus. And then, he, and then they, also, they also pay attention to American politics, like proving once again our listeners are so much smarter than we are. <laughs> Well, I'm certain that you you pay attention to the to the political machinations of all countries, right? I mean, you're no, 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 me um, either. No. Yeah, no. I actually responded to his tweet with, "I don't know what this says, but thank you." <laughs> he probably said, "You suck a bag of tits." <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're making fun of us in other languages now. So, uh, so thanks again for listening, and as always, we are going to leave you with the Skeptics' Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 